Hey, hey, hey. Ah, I'm excited. Welcome to this week's episode of Fresh Out the Cocoon. I'm Joy. I'm your host. This is our fifth episode. I'm so excited. And again, I'm saying ours, though there's someone else here. And maybe I'm just, you know, maybe that's something that's going to happen. Perhaps that's a little bit of of, of prophecy or something foreseen happening. Um, but it is our fifth episode, and I'm super excited about it. Uh, and so uh, today's episode is a little bit of a departure from what I've been talking about. So I've been talking about a lot of fat stuff, things like that. But today, I felt impressed. I felt it impressed upon me. Um, first, there were some things that happened that my original plan uh, for my episode actually got changed around. So I had to kind of work with that a little bit but aside from that has anybody else like been been around this week like this week has been crazy in regards to like black culture and black people and so I was like this 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 is something that I need to talk about and so this episode five is going to be a week in review because I cannot I mean just wrap my mind around a bunch of stuff that has happened over the past seven days some of it has been good most of it has not and so I kind of want to talk about that a little bit as far as it pertaining to the black community and so first things first um, if I haven't said it already, I don't think that I said it. I do want to thank everybody who is tuning in, people who are listening, people who are downloading, people who are sharing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much um, as it is getting the word out about the podcast. And so kind of in line with that to start off the episode, first I'll talk about my week in review. Okay. And so I do have a few updates. Um we are now officially on Stitcher Radio. So I'm on Stitcher Radio. I'm on Spreaker Radio. Um, I happened to do a search on the Apple Podcast and seeing that they published my stuff. I had put in an application and I never heard back. And I was like, let me go see. So I'm on uh, Apple Podcast now as well. I'm also on SoundCloud, obviously, which is kind of the hub for where my podcast is. And then there's like a bunch of stuff when I Google, like, um, I'm, I'm FM something. Um, so they also have links to my podcast. I'm on the TuneIn app. I'm also on um, Google Play Music. So you can kind of find me everywhere. I haven't quite gotten on Spotify yet, but hopefully one day that will happen. Uh, I also, uh, in regards to web pages, uh, for my Facebook page, I actually reached over 50 likes this week. And I'm really excited about that because in a lot of ways, you know, we step out and we do these things and you never know who's going to like your page and you never know how long it's going to take. And so I'm really excited to see that people are actually interested in what I'm putting out. And I don't care if it's 50 people or if it's five people. I appreciate y'all. And, you know, IG is good, too. IG is good. I post things. People are responding. I'm connecting with people. So that's always fun. Um, and so I am grateful for that. I also became a official sponsor of the Fat Activism Conference. Woo -woo! So if you go to the Fat Activism Conference website, I believe it's fatactivismconference.com, uh, you will see that I am an official sponsor. Fresh Out the Cocoon is an official sponsor. Um, and so keep an eye on that. The Fat Activism Conference actually is taking place in October the 6th through the 8th. It's a virtual conference. And one of the reasons why I'm happy to kind of support this particular endeavor is because it does give a platform for fat black women in films to voice um, 
to voice their their opinions to voice uh, the things that are happening in regards to what it means to be fat and black in this country um, and the ways in which they you know they take heed and they practice self-care and things of that nature so I'm happy to kind of be on board with them and sponsor uh, at least support black fat women black films um, individuals who are standing up uh, to share their work and so that's what's going on with me. I mean, besides teaching, so I teach summer classes right now for um, undergrads at Rutgers, and that's two days a week at four hours a pop. I'm I'm I'm, I'm on campus from Tuesdays to Thursdays for like eleven hours a day, um, and so that's an update. But don't have nothing to do with the podcast. Just I guess I'm just telling y'all like how I don't have a life right now, and I guess that's okay. Uh, besides working towards my proposal for my dissertation um, and so I'm a student I'm a teacher I'm a podcast host and I'm tired all right that's what it really comes down to I'm tired and so I don't really want to talk too much more about myself I kind of want to jump into this week and what we're talking about and so like I said this week has been crazy okay just crazy before I had an opportunity to like swallow and digest one thing something else has hit me in the face and so I don't know if we should start with what's good or what's bad but um, I think I'm gonna start with what's good so today is Saturday or no I'm taping on Saturday for tomorrow but on Friday um, girls trip came out which is um, a movie that has Queen Latifah in it Jada Pinkett uh, Smith is in it and there's some other actresses Kofi is in it right from Queen Sugar um, and so um, it's just a bunch of goodness chocolate right just a bunch of chocolate um, but the film is really about black sisterhood and it's about um, black excellence and how we need to take breaks and really appreciate who's in our life and the unity uh, that black women have with one another right and it's not this idea of people being catty but really just friends connected with one another being there for one another and so you know it was a good way to kind of end off the week considering what happened in the beginning of the week and so um, I have not seen Girls Trip yet. I do intend on going to go watch it though. I'm just sad because I live in Jersey and all my friends live everywhere else in the country and I wanted to go see Girls Trip but I didn't have no girls. And I was like, I'm not going to go watch this by myself because I can't lean over and be like, ha, 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 to the person because it's not going to make a whole lot of sense. So, but I, you know, I'll probably watch it at a matinee or something. If it takes too long, maybe I'll go and treat myself. Um, they got the... Um, seeing them starting to ramble but anyway they got the movie theaters out here with the reclining seats and then you order like the food and they bring it to you and then you just eat so maybe I'll take myself out to lunch we'll see what happens but yeah so girl girls trip came out whoop, whoop. excited about that happy that that happened because this week in regards to black men has been a mess okay a full-blown mess and I'm just sitting here trying to figure it out because I mean I don't get it like how how right how does Dr. Umar Johnson like how does he come out looking good at the end of this week like I don't get it I'm, I'm so I'm so I'm so perturbed about these things and so people who don't know um who Dr. Umar is right we know that he's people who don't know I'm about to tell you who he is but like this man has been like dipped okay dipped slathered in controversy one controversy after the after the next but like he coming out looking better than Usher and Kevin Hart right now and so I'm com I'm concerned 
but you know so this controversy as far as dr umar has been going on for years right and people were wondering if he was actually a doctor at all and come to find out that there was another story that was done um in regards to dr umar um some information that came out and it was published in a root and they kind of went through um i believe it's called the national clearing uh I don't know if it's the National Clearinghouse, but anyway, it's the place that verifies degrees. And they were able to verify that Dr. Umar did, in fact, get a doctorate of psychology. Um, and so we can kind of put that argument to rest, at least for now, um, in regards to whether or not he's actually credentialed, like he says that he is. Um, I know he said that, you know, he had a bunch of degrees, but they're actually certificates. And yes, there is a difference, especially for people who get degrees. People take issue with that. And not only that, Dr. Umar does not seem to know what type of degree he has. So when Dr. Umar stands up and says that he has a PhD in psychology, like y'all, no, he don't. Okay, he doesn't. And yes, it matters because there are different type of degrees, right? And so there's different requirements for a PhD versus if you get a doctorate in psychology versus if you are an MD. So after I get my doctorate, um, I will not be able to walk around and tell people that I'm an MD, right? Because that would be a lie. And I guess the bigger issue in all of this is like, how come Dr. Umar don't know what kind of degree that he has? But you know, whatever. But Dr. Umar, like he's coming out on top this week, like compared to like all the other foolishness that's happening. And I will say on some level, so that people don't get it mixed up or twisted, like I do not endorse uh, a lot of the rhetoric that's upheld by Dr. Umar. And like this also to me, at least this solidifies the argument that just cause you get degrees, right? It doesn't mean that you're smart, right? Like I was in a room, a group full of individuals with master's degrees and with PhDs and they was going hard for Dr. Umar, caping for this man and about the things I'm saying to myself, okay, where is the intelligence like where's the level of critical thinking when it comes to the ways in which black people the black community see other figures and leaders and why are we so willing to accept people who have not proven themselves um when it comes to uh, the information that they are sharing and so just because you have a doctorate in something does not mean that you are well versed in whatever it is that you want to talk about okay if anything once you get a doctorate or a degree in something your world gets on something specific opposed to um, something that's more broad and so I guess something that I learned today or learned last week is that just because you have a degree doesn't mean that you're smart it doesn't mean that you're intelligent. It doesn't mean that you are more apt to critical thinking. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. It just means that you did the requirements to get through the program to actually earn um, the certificate or the degree that's being given to you. And we should know this because people are out here getting, you know, doctor degrees and especially like honorary doctor degrees left and right. Okay. And so it's not the same type of rigorous work that's what i'm trying to tell y'all and so dr umar like it's like i gotta you know it's sad that you even gotta be like yeah he does have a degree at least for now at least for now if something else comes out then we'll know you know we'll know we'll know we'll know we'll know a little bit more and so that's that i mean and if we really be honest about it like i really believe that a lot of this controversy in regards to dr umar would have never happened had he just disclosed information in the first place when people started asking him about funds around the school and about a curriculum and about the necessary things that most people ask you for when you're starting a business like when people you want to start a business people ask you what your business plan is 
you want to start a school people are going to ask you what your curriculum looks like and because dr umar and camp was acting so um secretive about everything people started to question his credentials whether or not he was actually qualified to be in the position that he was in and furthermore all the stuff that came out about frederick Douglass's kinship and all of this other stuff as though that really actually means something you know on what level i mean i'm sure we're all descendants of someone who was in the struggle and you know to use that as leverage is kind of foolery but nevertheless you know whatever it's been verified he has a degree but moving on since we're talking about keeping secrets and stuff what in the world okay what in the world did mr raymond do okay what is usher out here doing okay so right after the dr umar thing happened roughly 40 36 hours 48 hours later i was hit with some more uh news information headlines about usher being in a position where he was diagnosed with genital herpes and he didn't disclose his status now from the reports the things the court documents all this stuff that was you know that obviously was presented online we it, at least it shows that uh usher had been diagnosed with uh with genital herpes at least since 2010 this man has has had an sti and on some level he did not disclose this information to people that he was with and then they got in, infected and as a result um he attempted or he paid at least one person 1.1 million dollars um and so the goal was for them to be quiet and not say anything and let me just say something since i'm here let's talk about the childishness that that ensues when we talk about this because usher did not pay the one million dollars it wasn't for health care and i don't care that he paid the first visit or when the person found out that they was diagnosed what we are dealing with is an incurable disease right or an incurable infection usher paid a million dollars so that the woman would be quiet now this is why sometimes men get on my nerves okay because this is this is about maturity this is not about you know this is not about people oh well black women got something against black men and y'all always got something to say no it's because y'all do stuff that china got no business doing this being one of them so instead of making sure that things were good or that people are going to be taken care of usher decided to pay somebody a million dollars to keep quiet which is childish okay and then after that you know the story still leaked and now apparently there's another woman who's come out that said that, that he also was sexually active with her and then disclosed and so without spending too much time on usher himself what i do want to talk about in some ways is to is to kind of remind us um sometimes i mean as women as films people who are you know in this society that are taken for granted in some ways right that are expected to be docile that's expected to be quiet i just want to encourage y'all and say that you are not being overbearing right and you are not being out of the way by telling somebody that they need to get tested before you choose to be sexually active like that is not something that you should be ashamed about okay that is not something that you necessarily should be uncomfortable about you have every right because what we're really talking about is our health and our health is at stake and it's okay to be forward about those things okay and so you know asking somebody if they've been tested before y'all are sexually active there's nothing wrong with that asking somebody to get tested 
Um, if you want to be sexually active, there's also nothing wrong about that. If there's that sense of uncomfortableness, if people start pushing back, if people are angry and nasty about it, then that should be some level of red flags. And I don't care if they test negative or not about people that you actually want to share your body with because people are a mess, right? And these are things that we have to live with for the rest of our lives. So in the event that you get infected, right, that's something that you're going to have to deal with for a few pumps of passion and it ain't worth it. Okay, it ain't worth it. So it's fine to have standards and 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 checkpoints before you drop your draws. Don't let nobody tell you that you out of the way, or you out of the, or you out of order for for wanting to check, right? For being in the right place in regards to your own body. So listen, less about Usher and his foolishness, more about us having that sense of agency and being able to stand up and speak up for ourselves and not feeling out of place when we tell men get tested. Okay. When we ask men, have you been tested? Okay. And can I see the papers? Where is the report? Okay. Cause men lie. And I ain't saying that women don't lie. I'm saying men lie. Okay. And in order to protect yourself, sometimes that's necessary. Hey, there's nothing wrong with waiting. Absolutely nothing wrong with waiting, right? If we got to wait for the test to come back, well, draws going to come up. We're going to have dinner instead, okay? We might talk about the stuff we like. Let's talk. Let's take a long walk on the beach, whatever. But it's okay to wait until I get, get, the, get the report, okay? So nobody should feel out of place about that, all right? And so... Okay, so I kind of jumped ahead of myself a little bit because Usher happened. But speaking of waiting, okay, speaking of waiting, um, moving forward, can somebody explain to me why R. Kelly is having such a hard time waiting for girls to grow up? I mean, before Usher happened, R. Kelly, this story about R. Kelly had dropped about him, you know, keeping young girls as slaves in this compound, and he's pretty much grooming them and stuff, right? And so... There was a, a a woman's family who came out and spoke, and they pretty much had given had had given a report that they hadn't spoke to uh, their family member, and I think over a year. Now she went on after this story was dropped. Now someone had did a a, a report like an expose on this to come to find out that a lot of what um, the family was saying, this individual who was doing the report had also kind of uh, supported. Uh, substantiated these claims um, but the the girl came out afterwards and she said you know some things along the line that she was fine and she was okay and she stopped talking to her family because of this reason and the accusations but we all know that R. Kelly has had this problem for years okay okay and some of the reason why it's a it's hard for R. Kelly to wait for girls to grow up is because R. Kelly in short is a predator right and he exhibits pedophilia in ways that if you ask me over time the black community has found a way to look past and so this is not something that's new okay um Kells has been kind of dealing with young girls and i'm sure he was probably dealing with young girls before Aaliyah. everybody talks about Aaliyah as though his 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 life started then but i would almost argue that he was probably dealing with younger girls before Aaliyah. um we just didn't know about it because he wasn't famous and i will say that probably some of the reasons why r kelly is still alive at this moment is because he's famous um because if he was broke and he was doing this to a bunch of girls there's a good possibility he'd be in a ditch somewhere by now and so i don't want to spend a whole lot a whole lot of time on r kelly on that side um but what i do want to say is that you know if you're somebody who's still patronizing r kelly um 
if you're still paying i don't care see here's the thing i don't care if he only does get a nickel from spotify every time his song is played okay um that nickel could probably you know could possibly go to um the upkeeping of these little slave cults that he's holding and so on some levels as individuals particularly within the black community because we are his fan base and not only are we his fan base but 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 a lot of his fan base do consist of black women um and at some point you know we need to uh at least in my opinion take a stand for one another and care about our own well-being enough um that we're willing to stand up and say okay we are not going to spend money here right my whole spotify subscription that 10.99 9.99 i pay a month and shout out to sprint on some level because you know they let me add it to my bill so i'm grateful for that um but i don't have to play r kelly music right and i don't have to go to r kelly um i don't have to go to his concerts okay i don't have to spend money on him and spending money on him, especially if that is some, you know, in some type of direct link to the ways in which he's able to do and participate in these behaviors that he does. Because one thing about black people that kill me, we don't have a problem with telling white people the ways in which wealth has been built on our backs over generations, even if this generation did not partake in slavery. Yet we fail to make these connections when it's things like this that we like. And at some point, same thing with Dr. Umar, we got to get past this point to where we're just capable for black people for the sake of caping for them right like look at people it's okay to examine your faves okay it's okay to examine the rhetoric that people spew out of their mouth right and not just question it but challenge that stuff right like when we talk about listen listen there are more than enough okay let me just say there are more than enough there's there's more than enough artists there's more than enough music from jodeci brian mcknight boys to men shoot bbd who else james ingram give me somebody else bobby brown ah eric benet maxwell okay joe there's more than enough music that if i take r kelly off my playlist i am not going to suffer and at some point we have to start asking ourselves to what degree or to what extent we are going to keep funding this foolishness right because at this point r kelly is doing what he wants to do and he's finding ways in which to do it and he's doing it in places where you know the age of um of consent is lower and so people are like yeah but it's legal okay well there's a lot of things that are legal but that don't mean that they're morally correct or ethic or ethical right and so i think at some point we got to start asking ourselves as a community what are we willing to support how long are we going to keep supporting these things and if we support these things what does it say about the ways in which we feel about our own community right like black women are not the gum on the bottom of people's shoes and people should stop treating us like that now we know black men near and far will will scream from the rooftops about black women being queens and draped in honey and gold and all of this other stuff but their actions sometimes speak differently and so we got to get to a point to where our actions start matching the stuff that comes out of our mouth okay because some stuff ain't washing stuff some stuff ain't flying okay and we should be doing something about that like this is this is we how how much longer are we going we gonna keep making excuses for this whoo y'all and like you would think on some level like this is it like this is this is this is all that happened this week but no there's more 
right? There's one more thing that I'm going to talk about today, right? Um, and so the last thing I kind of want to talk about right now is on the fence. Um, some people are saying allegedly, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, one thing, I guess the other thing that was found out this week was about Kevin Hart. And so apparently Kevin Hart was found in a in a car y'all listen in a car in an untenant lexus with an unidentified woman it looked like they was being intimate and then him and a the woman they said that you know they got up and they went and they got a room now a lot of people are talking about the fact that you know this in some ways is not shocking and surprising because kevin hart i guess actually uh was sleeping with the wife that he's with now when he was with his first wife and um and so i guess like him him doing this in some ways i mean what comes around goes around people could say that's karma if he cheated on you know if he cheated on his wife with you it makes you think that he's going to be faithful i guess that could be um something that's true that rings with with people but again like i really don't want to focus on the whole kevin hart thing um not kevin hart as a person like why he did this or if he did this etc um I'm not as interested in that. I will say, like, who does stuff with, in untenant windows? Can we just talk about that for a second? Like, you're a celebrity doing something that you know you ain't got no business doing, and you're going to do it in untenant windows? Like, you ain't even trying to hide or cover up anything, and the car was, like, silver. Like, you want to see that in the dark. It's not even black. It's not even brown. Like, you didn't even park somewhere, like, under a carport or nothing like that. Like, you legit, like parking like just 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 in a parking lot doing doing stuff and so i mean and sometimes i mean that is the that is the intelligence of 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 i don't want to say the intelligence of black men but you see this and it's common like it happens a lot and you'd be like well didn't you even think and they'd be like no nah, i i didn't think about that um so yeah that's a thing um but again not to focus too much on kevin hart um but more you know more more along these lines i guess my hope is that you know we just stop playing with each other's lives like they're disposable right because like just because you get one wife like you skip and then you get another one and you skip and you get another one and then we look back at the black community in some ways and we wonder why um why we suffer from some of the things that we do and listen i'm not here to talk about like oh black lives will matter when our lives matter no that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is that some of the hurt and pain that a lot of black women live through right now is because of the hurt and pain that they endured by the hands of black men and some of the and some of the pain that black men deal with um can be attributed to black women and so at some point we have to start treating each other like we matter we have to start treating each other like like we're not disposable right and that what we do does have repercussions and it's not just going to be on that person right it's going to be on the children it's going to be on you know friendships relationships individually your sanity the way that you look at the world and so if we really you know we just really got to get to a place where we really start you know thinking about that and furthermore, okay, since this does seem to be like, I don't know if there was a retrograde or what, okay, a retrograde that caused black men to turn backwards. I have no idea what happened this week. Um, but I mean, especially in, I guess, in maybe it's just in the release of stories, not necessarily that they was doing it. Cause like I said, Usher have been diagnosed with, he was diagnosed with since 2010. Um, but I will just say that, um, when we deal with black men, 
And I'm, I imagine I'll have a, a, a whole, what do you call it, episode about this one day. Um, but I do believe that black men have to get to a place of maturity, right? Where they can do the right thing even when no one else is looking. And so I had posted about this on my Facebook page to which a black man responded and told me that like black men will listen to women when we say it. Like they don't listen to men because one of the questions was like, well, how come black men don't hold each other accountable? And I was told that it's because black black women, our opinions are the ones that are being valued. Y'all, to which I replied, that ain't on us, right? Like it's not my responsibility to mature you as a male, particularly when you know what you're doing, when you know what you're doing is problematic, okay? And so waiting on being called out for behavior that you know is, is foul, is ch- it's childish. It's childish and it's predatory, right? And then men say dumb stuff like, well, she let me, um, sir. Okay. That doesn't absolve you from responsibility, right? You still need to take credit for being a predator. You still need to take credit for being a pedophile. You still need to take credit for being an abuser. You still need to take credit for, you know, not sharing information. None of that stuff. Um, none of what she allows you to do, so to speak. Um, absolves you from that responsibility and oftentimes and I said this before um at least I've said it to myself a a lot of times um but there's a difference between giving somebody grace and settling and oftentimes men mistake the two like just because a woman is not necessarily calling you out does not mean that she's settling with your behavior she may be giving you a chance, and this is why men be like, I've never seen it coming. I mean, one day she just got to pack her stuff. I don't even know where she went. Part of that is because you really thought she was settling with your behavior when she was really giving you grace, okay? Giving you an opportunity to make it right. Because oftentimes men know, like y'all know whenever y'all do dirty stuff. But again, if you're waiting for someone to call you out, that's immature and that's childish. And so some women will not call you out. Some women will pack their stuff and they will roll out. And then as a result, we get all the phone calls and all the texts. What you doing? How you doing? All of a sudden, now everybody cares about our well-being. Well, I miss you and I want to see you and all of this other stuff. But the truth be told, you didn't value what you had whenever you had it. And so men should not mistake the two. Okay? Don't mistake somebody, you know, giving you grace for settling. Okay? and you know pull yourself up like you can mature you can do the right thing right this is not like white folks talk pull yourself up by your own bootstraps i'm telling black men to do the right thing okay because we are very much interconnected in the black community very much very much interconnected now there's some black women who have sworn off black men for good and that's their prerogative. i mean shoot that's their prerogative the same way there are some black men who have sworn off black women Okay, but for the most of us, the majority of us, we are interconnected. And so I'm dealing with your mess and I'm dealing with your non-compliance. Okay, and waiting for someone to call you out on something, if anything, it just proves all the more. Okay, it proves that you have you lack self-control, like you lack self-control and integrity. And those are both components of maturity that people should have. Okay, and so that was this week, y'all, man, that was this week. And I was like, I cannot, I don't even know how I'm going to pass all this stuff and not say anything. I guess that's the joy of being able to have your own show, do what you want to do. You can reschedule some things, switch some stuff around. And so as I sit in my house, I'm closing out because, y'all, it's like 98 degrees. 
in New Jersey. Okay, and it's been this hot. I hope that y'all have listened to episode two on how to stay cool. But as long as I'm taping this so that there's no background music, I ain't got my air conditioner on, which means that I need to stop talking fairly quickly because heat stroke is real. And I don't want to face that. I don't want to face that. I also have some good peach. What this is? Peach and mango iced tea that I want to sip on because my throat is a little parched. So in closing, um, what I will say to you all is that if you haven't joined um, the Facebook discussion group, please do so because I would love to talk about this a little bit further, um, especially what's going on in the black community uh, and how this is not something that just is happening with celebrities, but we see that this is something that's running rampant when we talk about the things that are that are happening within our communities and the ways in which we need to deal with those issues. Um, so I would love to talk about this more. Also on SoundCloud, you can like me, you can share, you can download. Same thing with all the other um, apps that I mentioned earlier in the beginning of the show. If you need a t-shirt, make sure you visit the store. That's freshoutthecocoon.com. I just put up some new designs. So check out the store. Man, um, what else? I think that's it. I think that is it. Woo. So again, thank, thank you. <laughs> Thank everybody for, I like to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, I love to hear from you guys. And uh, yeah, I hope this week is a whole lot better than the last. Uh, and I will see you all uh, in August. Wow, summer's flying by. So I will see you all in August. And so as always, remember to be you and stay fresh. Oh uh, yeah.